0: God's word is his weapon for revival and transformation of lives for his glory. Prepare your heart as you receive the word of God coming to you from Calvary Revival Labels. For inquiries and counsel, you can send an email to Labels at gmail.com or call 08065607999. God bless you as you listen and obey. Father,
1: we ask that you speak your word of Life to us. We ask that you will teach us what we must know and grant us the grace not to be hearers only but do us also in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. You can be seated. We are looking at today the principles of genealogical discipleship. Let's say it. When you read the Bible, sometimes, you will see the Bible saying, and Terah begat Abraham, and Abraham begat Isaac, Isaac begat Jacob. Jacob Begat Joseph. What we call that is genealogy. In 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 14 to 17. I want us to read it quickly. You see where Paul was writing to the Corinthians... 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 14 I write not these things to shame you but as my beloved sons I warn you for though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ yet have ye not many fathers why for in Christ Jesus I have begotten you through the gospel. Wherefore, I beseech you, be followers of me. For this cause have I sent unto you Timotheus, who is my beloved son, and faithful in the Lord, who shall bring you into remembrance of my ways which be in Christ, as I teach you everywhere, in every church. When you hold that scripture and look at Philemon, look at Philemon. Philemon is only one chapter. It's before Hebrews. Philemon, you see where Paul was writing to Philemon and he began to talk about Onesimus, verse 10, I beseech thee for my son, Onesimus, whom I have begotten in my bonds, which in time past was to thee unprofitable, but now profitable to thee and to me. Whom I have sent again, thou therefore receive him, that is, my own boils, Whom I would have retained with me, that in thy stead he might have ministered unto me in the bonds of the gospel. But without thy mind would I do nothing, that thy benefit should not be as it were of necessity, but willingly. And so on and so forth. Paul said in verse 10, I beseech thee, Philemon, for my son, my son, remember that Paul was not married was Paul married how did Onesimus become or became his son he said my son Onesimus whom I have what I have begotten in my bonds even when Paul called this one sons he doesn't even include my spiritual sons Sometimes when you want to distinguish between biological son and uh, spiritual son, you, you, you have to say, this is my spiritual son. But I notice that there is nothing like that in the Bible. Because the begotten of sons by the gospel is even more real and authentic than the physical begotten. The principles of genealogical discipleship and I begat Emeka and Emeka begat Onyeka and Onyeka begat Michael. How? By the gospel. Discipleship relationship please pay attention is a relationship between a discipleship father and a disciple with a goal to practically train the disciple in following Christ and becoming like him using the instrumentality of the word of God and the discipleship father's practical life experiences. Relationship between a discipleship father who is a discipleship father one who has begotten a disciple by the gospel and the disciple with the goal to practically train this disciple in following Christ and becoming like Christ using what The instrumentality, the training instrument is the word of God and the practical life experiences of the discipleship father. That's what we do here. This is not a church. This is not a congregation. This is not a denomination. Something brought us together. And that is the goal of becoming like Jesus. And because there is no other way an apprentice can become like his orga without proper apprenticeship. That's why we are here. The English word for discipleship is apprenticeship. So if you know what it means that somebody is learning mechanic, learning plumbing, learning tailoring, learning all of that. And he's trying to become like the ogre. That is what discipleship is all about. We want to become like our ogre. We have a master disciple. Jesus Christ. And God has ordained. That we all. Must conform to his image. We must become like him. We must resemble him. You cannot say that I am. A brother of Jesus. If you don't resemble him. No. No. If we are sons of God, and he is son, son of God, it means that the same blood that gave birth to him is, has given birth to us. And so when you see two persons that has the same blood, you will always see resemblance. through of us. Through of us. I'm not talking about the way what thing people do. Some do a lot of things in marriage. A, a, a married woman can go somewhere collect a baby. And then by the time she gives birth to the baby, you know that it's not resemble the husband. It's just... It's obvious. Things like that happen. But if it is the same parents that gave birth to two, three, four children, you will always see resemblance. For this relationship to work, the discipleship father must be someone must be someone who has made more progress in his spiritual life than the disciple. And who is actively following Christ? Why the disciple must be one that has committed his life to follow Christ and his discipleship father at all costs. So this relationship cannot work just because people want it to work or you wish that it will work. It can only work under certain conditions. And one of the conditions for discipleship fathers is that The discipleship father must be one who has made more progress in his spiritual life. I cannot be your discipleship father if you are praying more than me. I cannot, I don't have the capacity. So who will now disciple each other in prayer? I don't have the the capacity to disciple you in fasting. If you have fasted 40 days, drinking only water, and have only gone for 21 days, I'm still waiting for those of you that will catch up with me on 21 days drinking only water. Who is taking up the challenge? (laughs) Uh, Are you pointing at anybody? Are you sure? I don't think you know what you are saying. You must have more practical life experiences in the spiritual life and journey. You are like someone ahead on the road, leading the other to what? To come after you. Now, when you are a disciple, Father, and you are a lover of money, money is distracting you from the pursuit of God. What do you think? you will do or transfer or give to the disciple that is following you. Nothing. You will make the person worse. You are a discipleship father and you are not giving a good example. Do you know that the word discipline is the same root word with Disciple the same root word as disciple discipline you can't say you are a disciple when you are supposed to be in discipleship or you have a discipleship meeting with your disciple by four o'clock and you are coming four thirty, five five o'clock or even no you are not disciplined. You are not disciplined. You know, let me tell you something. Please listen carefully. A lot of people want to go far, go high in life, but they don't know the way. Ecclesiastes 10 15, give it to me, says that the labors of the foolish wearies every one of them because they don't know the road to the city. They want to get to the city. But they don't know the way. Have you gotten it? Okay. Can we read it together? I want to go. The labor of the foolish. Where is every one of them? Why? Because he knoweth not how to go to the city. So he's in the village laboring. And then when he sees people from the city. He doesn't know how. I want to serve God, I want to be at this level I want to grow, I want to but (laughs) you are not disciplined, forget it you are not focused, forget it what does it mean to be focused? to to be focused is to look at something that is good and say to the thing that is good you are good though, but I will not give you my time I give my time to the things that are absolute necessary the discipleship father must be someone who has made more progress and who is making more progress you have no reason to be a discipleship father or to answer a discipleship father when your life is not showing example to the disciples no And the disciple, and who is actively following the Lord? That's a very important point. Who is what? Actively following the Lord. Actively. Actively. Somebody will say, what are they even doing here? Is it not the same thing they are doing in my church? Is it not the same thing they are doing everywhere?
0: No. No.
1: There is difference. What is the difference? There are some pastors there are some ministers that are not following Christ. They are speaking in tongues. They can preach well, but they are not patterning their life after Jesus. One day I was teaching on praying like Jesus. Jesus prayed on the cross. Why the Roman soldiers were beating him, molesting him, kicking him? We watched it in the film at Ubodogu. And he prayed and said father forgive them and as i was teaching those disciples that this is how disciples of christ should be praying one of the sisters raised up her hand and said sir my pastor is teaching us every sunday to pray fall and die prayers for our enemies say call the name of the person if you if you if you can call and make sure that uh. and it was like i said well your pastor is trying but god has pointed all of us to jesus as an example we should follow say this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased Listen to him. Follow his example. So the discipleship father must be someone who is actively following Christ. If you want to know whether you are actively following Christ, you will tell us what you learned from Christ by your Bible study and meditation this morning. When? When? If you know that you did your quiet time, This morning, meditated on the word of God and learned some lessons from the Lord. Let me start from the the honorable. (laughs) The fathers. Can I hear? See, hands up. This morning, I spent some time to read and meditate on the word and Lance head from my my, my 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 from the Lord he taught me let me see an up look 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 back so that you see your brothers and sisters okay let's go this side how many of us turn turn so that you see them turn who is actively actively not yesterday. You ate food yesterday. Why did you eat today? Say neighbor. Turn to your neighbor. Say neighbor. You ate food yesterday. Why did you eat today? Now listen carefully. Some of you, I, I, somebody say, uh, I, I don't uh, read Bible and meditate on Sundays, or when I go for program, because they will preach. Listen carefully. Anything that somebody is preaching from the pulpit is not your own. For what you are hearing today to become your own, to do a work in your life, you must go home and get what you have copied and look at it again personally. Meditate on it and then pray over it Personally, that is when God, the Spirit of God, will minister to you as a person. This one you are getting here is congregational. Many, many people are not making spiritual progress because they are basing their life on the congregational preaching. Actively following Christ. Are you committed... To follow Christ actively. Christ is in you by His Spirit. And so He's there to teach us. I so much enjoyed what the Lord taught me this morning. He taught me from John chapter 2, verse 1 to 11. I saw so many things. He was showing me a lot of things. You remember that place where Jesus turned water to wine? Do you remember? That was where he staged me this morning. And was opening my eyes. I was just shouting. One of the things that he showed me was how he turned water to wine. And then Ask the servants to take the water the wine to the governor there are so many things I will just give you one or two that he taught me now when the governor got the wine the governor said to the person that was organizing the wedding how did you keep a good wine like this last you should have started with good wine like this. And then when the good finishes, you bring the worst. Every man, that's how what every man does. Why is your own difference? Every man starts with good wine. But you now brought a good wine letter where we have drank nonsense. Do you know that, the Lord said to me, do you know that the man that he was asking was confused? Because he doesn't know where and how the wine came about are you getting that at all the governor himself that was talking doesn't know where the wine came about the bible recorded that it's only the servants that took the wine to the man that knew how that wine came about he said can you see that he did not advertise himself can you see that he did not tell people that i am the one that turned this wine uh, water to wine so governor you should acknowledge me quietly he performed that miracle and you know solved the problem si- somebody say silent level noiseless nobody knew who did that everything worked well i was i was shocked i said lord jesus you are great Something entered into my life as I was looking at that. I got about six different powerful lessons from that meditation. And that is the second time I'm meditating on it. The first time I was meditating on it, it was something else. I won't go that side, otherwise I will move too much away from my uh, uh, teaching today. There is a lesson every morning... For you, for those that are actively following the Lord, what is your excuse? Those of you that went to mission with me, is it not me and you that went for mission? You slept in the same room that I am I slept. But while you are sleeping, I woke up. As I was doing my quiet time, you are still sleeping. Sorry, sir, if I'm embarrassing you. <laughs> Amen. What is your excuse? Why you will not wake up on time and open your Bible and read and meditate? Meditate. That is Christianity. Religion no Kuchineke. religion. religion. religion empty any little temptation anger i or wanya, wanya. i was talking with one brother on phone say no i don't want anybody to insult me ana mugu eh now, Jesus, are you seeing the contrast? If you want to be my disciple, you should reject yourself, you should deny yourself, and then you, you refuse to reject yourself, deny yourself. you Nobody should insult me, you know. <laughs> and let me tell you, when you see such people, and when you temper with his Ugu, and yet he's taking Holy Communion. Many people are far from Christianity. Many, many people are far from true Christianity. How can you be a Christian without being a disciple? Actively following Christ. Active. Active. Your relationship with the Lord first, that is what will be giving you life. Giving you sustenance. Strengthening you. helping. You. Once you miss it, you are empty. Once you miss it, you are empty. Discipleship relationship is important because it provides an audiovisual example of Christ's life to the disciple as he relates with his discipleship father, thereby making it simpler for him to learn and follow. One of the things that we do in discipleship is to humble yourself, humble yourself to the life... Forget yourself. Forget what you are and who you are. Some years ago, I came back from youth service and I was made the youth leader of my church. Then, that was
0: 2008,
1: at Oka. It was University Chapel. I was doing my master's then. And that youth fellowship, it was only undergraduates that were attending the fellowship. There are graduates in the church, masters, workers, other people, but they are not attending. It's only undergraduates. So, when I was met the uh, the youth leader, well, the reason why... I accepted it was that before I went for youth service God spoke to me and said be praying for students of Unizik because I'm going to use you to help their life so I was praying the prayer even throughout my youth service so when I came back during the day they are doing youth election I already know that graduates are not always part of the youth fellowship so I didn't even go near I went away I went home That day, that day, the brother, an undergraduate, they met the youth leader. Called me on phone and said, please, can you be the youth leader? They elected me the youth leader today. But my father said, your result is very poor. You cannot take that position because it will make you to have more poor results. So you must not take that position. So he was now asking me, can I be the youth leader? I said, what you are saying is not understandable. I was not there during the election, and you are, you are and they are going to call them out next Sunday to dedicate them. So um, I was not there when nomination was done, election was done, and you are going to bring me out as the president, as the leader. It's not correct. He said, "No, I should not worry. That he has spoken with the person that conducted the election. That he said he should talk to me if I will agree." I said, "No, no, no. He was persuading me, persuading me." I said, okay, let me ask the Lord. I took the matter to the place of prayer. I was asking the Lord, look at what this brother is saying. Look at what this brother is saying. And the Lord said to me, I asked you to be praying for Unizik students before you went for your service. This is the channel I will use to affect the life of the Unizik students. This is what? The channel the way I'm going to pass through you to touch their life. So, accept it. So, I now call the brother and say, okay, let's go. And, when we started, it was a graduate in the midst of what? undergraduates, And you know the pride. The pride of graduates. Uma has undergraduate. That's what some of them that are graduates are telling me. Eh? Uma as graduate undergraduate keke haneme sino gina philosophy gunde me yesebe aputa uma as geni undergraduate pride self onya ka na ya na bu na na akọ no na bu na na esoku self ndanga mpa ko mbu ni owege nu you cannot be a disciple if you don't humble yourself. Because Jesus humbled himself. And in Jesus, oh yeah, you are his disciple. You are following his footsteps. He humbled himself. Remember that he is the one that created man. Three of us. And the man that he created slapped him. Can you imagine you? Giving birth to a child, and the child will grow up and slap you. Now, he is not just that he gave birth, he created the man, and they were kicking him, they were slapping him, they were spitting on him. And the only thing that came out of his mouth is, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing it will not contain you. No. You can't be his disciple. You can't. It's not possible. He left the glories of heaven and came down to dwell with men. He came down to be with men. So when they said, look at you, a graduate, I say, well, Leave me and them alone. And when I am with them, you will not know who is who. Do you know that the reason why they hired Judas to identify Jesus is because Jesus and the 12 disciples are the same. Eh? When they are walking on the road, you will not know who is Jesus and who is not Jesus. You will know Jesus. You will know if it is some of our pastors, apostles, prophets, uh, 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 all of that in our time. Eh? By the time the, the man of God, the, 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 the senior apostle, what did I call him please? The, the The senior apostle. By the time he is standing, there will be a junior apostle by the left side, a junior apostle by the right side, And the one that is carrying his bag and Bible in the front. And then other apostles and protocol officers will now be following him at the back. The moment you look at the entourage, you will know the person who is what? The senior apostle. Arresting such a person, will he take you to hire a betrayer? (laughs) Once you come, you pick him. Jesus will be round the table... Eating with the disciples round the table. And you will know who is who. Humility. I thank God for the kind of body that he gave me. He gave me a very small body. Very small. Sometimes when I tell people, I have five children. They say, hey, five children <laughs> at uh, you you know, we are doing mission training for those missionaries as we are teaching them, training them, teaching them. I think it was on the third day as I was now talking, I told them that I have five children and I have finished, finished with childbearing. They were like, eh? I said, don't be surprised. My body is small. When I tell people that I got my doctorate degree in electronic engineering, 2013, eh? Head of department, electronic engineering, U.N.N. Eh? Senior lecturer. But Paul said all those things that we are. I have counted the What rubbish! Tell your neighbour, humble yourself. If you want to follow Jesus, humble yourself. And if you are not following Jesus, you are not going to enter into the kingdom of God. Happy religion. Happy Nile Nile. Eh? I'm telling you. Okay, on the last day. Those who did not follow Christ, they will not be able to enter. They will not. How can you enter? Jesus said, I am the way. So when he passed, if you are not like him, how can you pass the way? It's not possible. It's not possible. The discipleship father should provide what? The audiovisual example. And for that to happen, you have to be there. You have to be there in the midst of the people. In the midst of the disciples. I enjoy myself in the midst of my disciples. Two of us. Two of us. Who will bear witness? Raise your hand. <laughs> I enjoy myself. Oh, when I come, I will just pinch this one. It will do like this. <laughs> we, we We behave like children. Because that's what we are. Jesus said, if you don't humble yourself like a little child, you will not in any way enter into the kingdom of heaven when we when we, we sit together we 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 acclimatize we we i don't know how to which which other english we we familiarize and then that's one of the the reasons the flesh cannot understand a meeting like this because If it is a meeting where you want to glorify self, eh? before you see me, you will first of all see my junior PA. My junior PA will now give you a pass. You are going to use to approach my SSA, Senior Special Assistant. And that one will give you a date and time That you will be able to see me. One brother said to me that he traveled somewhere to see a man of God. And he spent one week struggling to see the man. He met the PA. The man was coming and they were doing fellowship, doing everything. But to see him, he spent one week and came back. He couldn't see him. He couldn't see him. He came back. He was telling me. He was telling me. (laughs) Do you know that we know how to do that kind of thing? Do you know that we know how to do that kind of thing? The first thing I will do is to get one kind of different clothes. Glorious. And one kind of sass. So when you look at me first, you are not getting me at all. Don't use your flesh, don't use your flesh to look down on that which is holy. Jesus said, don't give a holy thing to a dog. It will trample upon it and even turn against you. Paul at a time said, what do you get from those apostles that we don't do? Is it a miracle that they are doing that we are not doing? Is it this? I know it's the same problem of the flesh. Those apostles, false and all of that, they will come with their regalia and people, the flesh will like what is big and costly and all of that. It takes humility. And that's the problem. I keep warning several of us. Sometimes I will look at the disciples and say, look at you. If I call you now and say, I want to see you by 5 o'clock. And then your pastor or somebody else or any other person, you know what I'm talking about, you know. We ask you, 5 o'clock, I want to see you. I see you coming to me, I say, sir, please. Sir, pl- I'm the one that first of all told you before that person's own came. But you will want to come to me and because You will not say it like that, but that's what. What I'm saying, is it true of us? Is it true of us? Because we are simple. We are humble. And your flesh, your flesh is now playing with it. And you think you are going to make progress. Until you deny yourself to until you become as humble and as simple as we are, you will still not be able to make progress in discipleship. This is the truth. There's no other. Sometimes you see disciples take things for granted. Ah. I traveled to Enugu, um, Enuguku in Anambra State. On phone, they are trying to call the person to know whether he will do something now. They say, I traveled to where Enuguku and you are a disciple. There's nothing that made you to know that before you travel, that you should at least you know there are things we are going to study. This this study, that's why I said God is good to us. He has given us first Sundays as what discipleship evaluation and improvement Sunday. So wherever we stopped today, when we come next Sunday of next month, we do what? We continue. There is a covering. I was telling a brother. I said, one of the things that discipleship does is that when you take your discipleship serious, in the realm of the spirit, your discipler is your cover. It's covering you like this. Any kind of attack that the devil wants to launch at you will first of all come to him. If that attack was able to finish him, that is when it will come to you. But if the attack cannot finish him, that attack cannot come to you. is a, a spiritual cover. You are protected and preserved that way. There are so many things. But let me stop here so that I can talk to some of us who have not started our discipleship journey at all. Give me Matthew 11. Let me round up. Matthew 11, 28, 29, 30. Let's read together. One, to good. Come unto me, O ye that labor and are heavy laden. I will do what? I will give you rest. Verse 29. Take my yoke upon you. And do what? Learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. And ye shall find rest unto your souls. 30. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Come unto me, all oh, you that labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. If you are burdened and laden with sin, iniquity, unrighteousness, you will not be able to follow Christ in the first place. Sinners don't follow Jesus. Sinners, they don't follow Christ. The reason is because the load of sin is too heavy for them to even take a step. You are still telling lies. You are still telling lies. And when they ask you, you say, "Anamaskwana simbeni ne, o dapo Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh, we cannot do this way. Somehow, Mister Charlie, you are a student, and you are doing expo to pass exam. Hmm. I don't want to take white two times, so. I will come born again, oh. When I came with him to the name. Can we get a fellow? What I talk about the gospel of what? A thief. A thief. Not an arm robber, but a pen robber, pen, P E N. He's not using gun to do the robbery. What is he using? Pen. Pen robber. You are still living in anger. He walked in a way 10 years ago when you started speaking in tongues. He's still there today. The same he walk. You can't follow Jesus with anger. You need to give you rest from anger. Malice is a more gi. And because of that, anytime you remember the person, anytime you see the person, you may even be happy walking, rejoicing, singing, and then you see the person. Mm. And where reaction? Somebody say reaction. Within you, something smells but you know that you are carrying malice, unforgiveness. Sinners cannot follow jesus pornography onye nene n'enye gbọto Bonyala. ala maka so so ala na agbo aganozo. aga nuzo n'enwere ifele ane nene ni o ma aga onye boto we na Awene iku awen e video e gbọnya mọjo Annoying, that same mad spirit has also what? Entered into you. Years ago, 2012, I was praying for a young man. He said he has been a president of fellowship. The moment he was telling me something, he said, masturbation, I don't want to do it. But before you know it, after about some time, it will come up again. I know that something is wrong. I said, let us pray. The moment I say, Holy Spirit, move! The anointing lifted him up. He was on the ground. He was rolling from one end of the room to the other, shouting. And that demon began to talk through his mouth. The demon said, I entered into him in 2002. The first time he watched pornography, I entered. And I've been there for these 10 years. The first time he watched pornography, I left the screen of the television or laptop, I don't know, or phone, and entered into him. I am the one responsible for this repeated masturbation, always. I entered 2002. I was praying for him 2012. Pornography, masturbation, lesbianism, homosexuality, bestiality. I met a young man. He said to me that he will see himself. When the come, if you didn't see a human being, he will go for goat, And we will start committing fornication with goats. I've met another somebody, person that said his own is so. Okokwa Greek. These are demonic fornicators, adulterers. Sinners cannot follow Jesus. Sinners Cannot, the load of sin is too much. You can't. You can't. It's not possible. You need to come to Jesus. He is the Savior. He will first of all forgive you. That's forgiveness. But for you not to go back to the same sin again, he needs to save you. Save you. Many people will do go for confession. Some will confess directly to God. But after the confession, they will go back and commit the same sin they confessed. Why? They are not saved. Jesus came to save, came to save sinners from their sin. If you are a sinner, you are a sinner. That you came to a meeting like this and you are in the midst of the people of God, you dress well, does not mean that you are no longer a sinner. If you live here now, in that your private corner, when you are alone, when Nepal light is off, you will come back to commit the same sin. So why do, why do you pretend? Why don't you come to Jesus and say, Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. Forgive me, but save me, so that I will not go back to it again. And then, he will take away that load from you. And then he will give you his yoke that is easy, so that you will follow him and be able to find the rest for your soul in eternity two places heaven or hellfire say forever and ever three times
0: forever
1: and ever forever and ever forever and ever heaven forever and ever hellfire forever and ever sinners has no place in heaven where have you prepared for your soul rise on your feet Let us pray. Can you, in the next two minutes, tell the Lord who you are and ask him to help you as the word of God has come to you in one area or the other, that your response will lead to your progress this evening? If you are a sinner here and you are not saved, can you cry for salvation and say to Jesus, come into my life and be my Lord and Savior? I want to pray for you. I want to pray for every one of us that this message will not condemn you on the last day. But through this message, you will be saved on the day of the Lord. Ma lebocha ka landa raba seke, lente lebocha ka landa raba sanda, ma lente lebocha ka lande lebosa, reka leba shande lebosa, landa raba kunde lebocha, reka leba sanda raba sha. Are you still watching pornography, demonic films, and you are introducing lust into your life? You are handicapped with lust you are living a dirty life your life is dirty in the dream you will be having sex because your life is dirty your life is dirty Help my life, Lord. Help my life, Lord. Help my life, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Cry for sanctification. Cry for cleansing. Cry for salvation. Thank you father L'en reka les poches Rekar le passe landaraba 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 Thank you, Lord. Are you a discipleship, Father? And you are failing in your own discipleship. You are not actively following Christ. You play with your quiet time. You have excuses why you will not wake up in the morning and learn a lesson from Jesus. You will rush out empty. You will rush out empty to pursue money. To pursue money, those that are rushing out like that are in hell. They have gone to hell and hell is calling you. Will you reject that call and say to the Lord, help me. I want to be a true disciple. I want to follow you. I want to follow you. Thank you, Lord. Landaraba sentelebocha. Reka liba sandaraba shandaraba kula rabasaka. Lendelebo shandaraba kula kula rabasa. Thank you, Father. Lord, I pray for every discipleship father that is here. If you are a discipleship father, raise your hand, I want to pray for you. Or you are a father in training, raise your hand for prayers. That this message that came to us today will not condemn them in the name of Jesus Christ. Rather, it will bring sanctification unto their lives. It will bring sanctification unto their lives. I pray that we make our discipleship for us to be disciplined. Discipline. You can't be a disciple without discipline. Discipline with time. Discipline with their tongue. Discipline with their, 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 their life. Discipline in their prayer life, in their quiet time. Discipline. I pray that we baptize them with the spirit of discipline. In the name of Jesus Christ. That they will be living by example. They will be serious and committed in this journey. Help them, Lord. In the name of Jesus If you are here and you want to give your life to Jesus, you want Jesus to deliver you from sin. I want to pray for you immediately. Raise up your hand. You want Jesus to deliver you from lying, from all kinds of sin. Raise your hand and say these prayers after me. Please don't waste time. We don't have time again. Lord Jesus, you died for me on the cross to save me from the power of sin. I am sorry for all my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord and Savior. I surrender to you today. Help me to be free from sin. So that I will be able to follow you as a disciple. In the mighty name of Jesus. If you pray that prayer, you raise your hand, you pray that prayer. Just come forward, let me pray for you quickly. Be fast. Be fast. Come forward, let me pray for you quickly. Fast, 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 fast If you raise your hand You pray the prayer, come forward If you are not ready to come forward, there's no problem It means you are not serious We don't have time for serious people here Be fast, just come, 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 come We don't have time for people that are not serious This is a place of seriousness If you are out here Raise up your two hands Let me pray for you Father, I thank you for these ones that are out here they have prayed for your intervention in their life. This, they are coming out, will not be in vain. Deliver them and break the yoke of sin in their life. And give them the grace from today to live for Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. And may your name be blessed. Help them to follow you. Help them to walk with you. Help them to walk in your way. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty
0: name we pray. Amen. I can go back. Thank you for listening. We trust you are blessed by God's word. This message and many more can be downloaded from our website www.carvaryweonline.org. For testimonies, counseling, and prayers, you can send an email to Labels at gmail.com or call 080 could also follow us on all our social media platforms at Calvary Way Revival Labors. God God's Word is His weapon for revival and transformation of lives for His glory. Prepare your heart as you receive the Word of God coming to you from Calvary Way Revival Labors. For inquiries and counsel, you can send an email to calvarywayrevivallabors at gmail.com or call 8065 God bless you as you listen and obey.
1: Father, we ask that it will not just be a message, it will be an encounter. We ask that you will visit every one of us today and cause that our life will experience your touch, your transformation in every way, so that we will continue to make progress in our walk with you in the name of Jesus Christ Amen Amen We started last week looking at the principles of genealogical discipleship and we didn't go too far in that so We trust God possibly to see how to complete that study or teaching today. Turn your Bibles to Matthew chapter 1. Matthew chapter 1. From verse 1. The book of the generation of Jesus Christ, the son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begat Isaac, and Isaac begat Jacob, and Jacob begat Judas and his brethren, and Judas begat Phares and Zara of Tamar. And Phares begat Esrom, and Esrom begat Aram look at verse 15 and Eliud begat Eleazar, and Eleazar begat Martin and Martin begat Jacob and Jacob begat Joseph the son of Mary of whom was born Jesus who is called Christ verse 17 so all the generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. And from David unto the carrying away into Babylon are 14 generations. And from the carrying away into Babylon unto Christ are 14 generations. Jacob begat Joseph. And Joseph begat Jesus. Maybe so to say. And Jesus begat who? Who did he give birth to? (laughs) In the Old Testament there is serious and strong emphasis on biological children. In the New Testament, the emphasis is not on the biological children. The emphasis is on the spiritual children. Unfortunately, many, many people have not understood where God is and what his emphasis is in the New Testament. When someone didn't have a child, physical child, biological child, he is so uncomfortable, he does so many things, feels so bad, so many people say so many things. When someone doesn't have sometimes a male child, He has a lot of unrest. But do you know that among the 12 apostles that Jesus had that all of them that were not married like James, John, and so on, Matthew, that they never got married. The only people that we are married before the call. We are the people that remained married. The rest never married. But do they have children? Do they beget children? There are things that are supposed to be disturbing you as a Christian if you understand Christianity. One of them is to be asking yourself, of my many years that I am a Christian, whom have I begot for God? Unfortunately, many of us have been swallowed by the flood of religion. Ten years ago, you are speaking in tongues. Today, you are still speaking in tongues. But who can you say you have brought up in the Lord and you can call him his son it doesn't touch us that we are spiritually barren it doesn't touch us that we are not fruitful some of us we find it as normal Because the system of religion that we grew up with, it is normal. But when you are reading the Bible carefully, you will see Paul always striving. Striving to win souls, and not just to win souls, but to ensure that the souls that he won are followed up that they grow up and be able to win others until the soul you won is able to win another soul you have not won that soul where well. take your pen and paper write the names of my spiritual sons discipleship sons ah number 1 You don't have pen? You don't have paper? Right. Names of those that I have brought to the Lord and I am following them up in the Lord are number one. Number two. How many of us, you will like when you get married those of you that are not married to have a biological son can I see your hand up if you are not married and you will like when you get married to have a biological son daughter or sons and daughters raise your hand how many of us your hand still be up how many of us you will like it to come 10 years after your marriage You marry and then 10 years after your marriage, you now have your first child. Five years after your marriage. Immediately after your marriage. (laughs) Oh God. How many children? do you want to have that you can call your spiritual children? That you can call your discipleship sons? This person begot this person. This person begot this person. Now in the New Testament, Paul said, for in Christ Jesus, I have begotten you by the gospel. Paul became their discipleship father because he He begot them through the gospel and he is taking responsibility towards their personal follow-up so as to help them grow spiritually that is 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 15 1 Corinthians chapter 4 verse 15 for though you have 10,000 instructors in Christ yet Have you not many fathers? For in Christ Jesus, I have what? Begotten you. Through the what? Through the gospel. Who is a discipleship father? A discipleship father is not someone who is going about saying, I am a discipleship father. A Discipleship Father is not someone who, is, who has passed through Discipleship Father's training and he's commissioned. And they say this is a Discipleship Father. A Discipleship Father is a disciple that has reasonably conformed to the life of Jesus. Reasonably conformed to the life of Christ. And he has at least one disciple, at least one, that he is following up, he is discipling on personal basis to become like Christ using his own life example. That's a father. Sometimes it may be that he is the one that won the soul and is following that soul up. Sometimes it may be that another person won the soul and that person that won the soul was not following that soul up. And so he takes it up. a brother came to our place last week and he said he has a call into the ministry and he said his call as he understood is to go from place to place carry out evangelizing crusades win souls through the gospel And then move to another place. Carry out evangelism crusade. Win souls. And then move to another place. And I said. Who is going to follow up. Those souls that you are winning. In those crusades. Who will bring them up. As you are winning them. Or your concern is just to win them, drop them, and go away. See, that is not balance. I shared with him the story of how we went for a mission some years ago. And a lot of souls were worn and we handed them over to a brother who is a missionary in that town who is serving the Lord as a missionary we said brother help us to follow up these souls we want so we left one year after I decided to visit that place again to know how those souls were faring and on getting there I noticed that there was no body anymore. The souls that we are one, I couldn't see any one of them. Then I asked after the missionary that we handed the soul over to look after. And I was told that the missionary has left the town. I asked why. They said he impregnated a lady, an indigenous of the town, and shame. Of that act made him to vacate the town. He is no more. And then ask a question What about the souls that we won? Do you know how much that crusade, that mission work cost us? Do you know the amount of effort and the labor we put in, in praying, fasting, and, uh, you know, preaching and conducting crusade here and there? All of those efforts wasted. Why and how? The souls that we are targeted, that we are really won, we are lost. These are simple, simple, practical life issues. If you win a soul, or you say you win a soul, and that soul is not going to heaven, you have not won a soul. Having a congregation of thousand people It's not about number. It's about how many of them are going to heaven by their life. How many of them are discipled to follow Christ and to live after him? So a disciple father must ensure that he deliberately keep following up the souls of the disciples that he has made or won until they are qualified for the kingdom. What are the needs for discipleship relationship between a discipleship father and a disciple? Why is it important? I want us to pay serious attention to this because if we don't understand this, we will not understand why we are coming here every Sunday. And when you don't understand what you are doing, you can easily be swabbed out of it. Any little thing can move you away from it, can distract you from it. Discipleship relationship is a relationship between a discipleship father and a disciple that is discipling, that has an aim or goal. And what is that goal? For that disciple to conform to the life of Christ that the life of the discipleship father is already expressed. Why is it important? when a mother hen is sitting on the egg for 21 days just by sitting on the egg for 21 days you will notice that the life of the mother hen will be transferred to the egg just by sitting down and the Bible said in Mark 3.13 that Jesus went up to the mountain and called those whom he wanted. He called those that he wanted and they came up to him and he appointed twelve that they should Be with him. That they should be what? Be with him. Why? Because it is only by being with him that he will be able to what? Transfer his life to them. Where we prayed with for those of us that were here on time in Acts chapter 4 verse 13 the Bible says when they saw the boldness of Peter and John (laughs) when they saw the boldness of Peter and John they marveled and they were like where did they get it from and they remembered that they had what they had been with Jesus in other words they have learned from Jesus how to be bold how to preach without fear of favor Please listen, if your heart is not well set for discipleship, you will soon be thrown out of it, because the life of Christ is our goal. What is our goal? The life of Jesus is our goal. if you observe people that are attending church or going to ministries and adorations and all of that, you will notice that most of them, their goal is not the life of Jesus. Most of them, their goal is to have somewhere they belong so that when they die or when they have any occasion, they will have people that will come for them. Three of us. Some of them, their goal is just to be receiving spiritual help, maybe prayer. So they say, I am not a pastor. One brother said that when he's reading Bible, his father will always call him to order and say, this Bible you are reading, if you finish reading it, which one will the pastor read? That is to say, he is not supposed to read the Bible like that. He said, he, me... The little I read is enough for me. I'm not a pastor. Did you notice that the moment you want to live a normal Christian life, all the unbelievers and believers around you will start calling you a pastor? Does it happen? Normal life, normal life of a Christian. Do you know why they are calling you pastor? Let me tell you why. They are calling you pastor because they want to clear their conscience that. I am not a pastor, so you that is preaching, you are a pastor. You that is reading Bible, you are a pastor. You that is trying not to tell lie, you are a pastor. Because after all, a pastor should not tell lie. But we that are not pastors, that are congregation, we should be allowed to do what? To tell lie, do expo, and you know quarrel, fight. We should be allowed not to read our Bible. How can I read Bible like that every day? I will be reading Bible. Am I a pastor? Have you had that kind of question before? Am I a pastor? I'm not a pastor. So I should not disturb myself like that. There, there is a life. Our goal is not, it's not about being a pastor or not being a, it's about being a Christian. A Christian has a life. And that life, Christian means Christ-like. Christ-like. And that is the goal, the aim of discipleship. The goal and the aim of discipleship is not for you to be coming here every Sunday. And then when you come, you say, hey, I don't know, what did they teach? I I came late and all of that. And you go. And after six months, one year, you are still telling lies. There is no change in your life. That is not the goal of discipleship. You must watch and see how your life is daily changing, and conforming to preach like Christ, to speak like Christ, to talk like Christ, to act like Christ. The same life that Jesus lived is the life we are called to live. So, discipleship relationship is important because by staying and relating with your discipleship father, The life of Christ in him or her will be impacted into your own life. And that makes for spiritual growth. Let's read Colossians chapter 2. Colossians chapter 2. Verse 6. As you have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk here in him, rooted and built up in him, established in the faith, as you have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving. Verse 8. Everybody read it together. want to go. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. After the tradition of men after the rudiments of the world and not after christ and not after christ beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. after the tradition of men after the rudiments the customs of this world and not after christ that is to say our goal, our pursuit, our purpose must be to follow after who? After Christ. And not after the world. And not after the tradition of men. This is how we do it here. This is how my village do it. This is how my kindred do it. This is how our, uh, the women of our kindred, this is how we do it. But not after Christ. Effective counseling of the disciple. Discipleship relationship provides a platform for an effective counseling of the disciple by the disciple father. Now, I want to spend some few minutes on counseling. What is counseling? Counseling is seeking for a solution to a problem by a higher wisdom. What is counseling? Seeking for a solution for a problem by what? A higher wisdom. Anybody who said that I am his discipleship father or his discipler Anybody who says that, that I am his disciple or the father, but you have not resembled me in my life and in the way I minister, that person is making a false claim. That is what discipleship is all about. The person is making a false claim. If you say, Ah, this is my disciple, this is my disciple father, but your life is not the same thing with my life. Now, one of the reasons why the life of a disciple father differs from the life of a disciple is wisdom, knowledge. Understanding. There are things that you are currently facing. There are things that might be distracting you. There are things that in your heart, it's so big. And it becomes a problem to you. Those things will keep on drawing you back. Spiritually. Because you are operating at a very low level of knowledge, understanding, and uh, wisdom. Let me list eight things that if you see them in your life, then you need counseling. Number one, if you have a sinful habit or habits. A habit that you have tried to stop. You have tried to overcome. But after all your trying, you will still see yourself back to it again. You have prayed and said, God, I'm sorry for this. I don't want to do this again. But after all your prayers and your resolution, you fell back to it again. Do you know what is happening to you what is happening to you is that you don't have enough wisdom to conquer that everybody is not suffering from that the reason why you are suffering from that is that the wisdom you are operating with is lower than that particular sin coming to you am i sounding clear Spiritual stagnation. What is spiritual stagnation? You are not making progress spiritually and you know. How do you know that you are not making progress? You will discover that the way you are this year is the way you were last year. Sometimes you notice that you made progress after a while. It seems as if you are back to where you are before. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Sometimes you notice that there are times when you open the Bible to read, you are understanding the word of God, you are getting revelation. But now, it's no longer happening. That's stagnation. Sometimes you try, 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 you come up again in your prayer life, but at another another time you fell back again. You are going back and forth. You are stagnated. You are marking time on a particular spot. Spiritual barrenness. We have explained that. You don't have a disciple. A soul you want. That you are currently discipling. You are barren. And this should bother you. But I noticed that these spiritual problems are not bothering so many believers. They are not bothering so many believers. Number four is spiritual sickness. Spiritual what? Spiritual what? Just as you have Physical malaria, physical typhoid, headache. That's how you have spiritual sickness. There are some of you that, you know, when you want to read the Bible, you see yourself sleeping. You are not normal. Sometimes you see yourself sleeping when a message like this is going on. Not because you did not sleep last night, you slept well. You are sick spiritually. Who is sick physically? A physically sick person is somebody who is not feeling well in some part of his body. He's not feeling well. He's feeling uncomfortable. Now, when people begin to feel uncomfortable physically, you see them, they start looking for drugs, start going to chemist, start going to hospital, trying to solve that physical sickness. But many, many people that are spiritually sick, they remain in their sickness until the sickness develops into a chronic one, the one that is deadly, that kills them. And that's Become a spiritual death, and even when they die spiritually, they still are not touched. What is spiritual death? A state where you are no longer sensitive to the things of the spirit. You will tell lies, and it doesn't touch you again. There will be a time when you tell lie. You will notice that you will start feeling, "Hey, I have told lie," but now when you tell lie, it doesn't touch you again. You are no longer sensitive to the things of the spirit. You are now dead. You are no longer, things of God are not are not moving you anymore. Rather, the things of this world are making you to come alive. If it is money, if it is film, if it is uh, football, if it is internet, social media, you come alive but if it is the things of God you are not interested again that is a state of spiritual death the person is dead disconnected from God such a person need counseling, spiritual sickness need counseling what about spiritual backsliding backsliding you notice that where you are last year is not where you are this year you have gone back And it's obvious and you know it. That's going back. And then, lukewarmness. You are neither hot nor cold. You are neither strong or weak. You are just in between. Let's read it from the Bible. Revelation chapter 2. Revelation chapter two is verse. Let's start from verse one. Unto the angel. Sorry, let me get to exact place where it is. Okay, let me start from verse. To. I know thy works and thy labor and thy patience. How thou canst not bear them which are evil. And thou hast tried them which say they are apostles and are not. And hast found them liars. And has borne and has patience for my name's sake has labored and has not fainted. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against you because thou has left thy what? Thy what? Thy first love. There is a love you have for me at first. And it is burning like a fire. But now, what has happened? What has happened? You have what? You have left it. You have left it. I think chapter 3, verse 14 also talked about the look at verse verse Okay, let start from verse 14. And unto the angel of the church of Laodicea writes, This thing saith the Amen, the faithful and true witness, the beginning and of, the, of the creation of God, I know thy works, that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would, thou were cold or hot. So then, because thou art lukewarm, and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. You are neither cold nor hot. Please listen to this. When your life, your life, are you listening? When your life is not creating a hunger for God in the life of your neighbor. In the life of your colleague, in the life of your classmates, your life, your spiritual life is not creating a desire, a hunger for God. In the life of the people around you, you are lukewarm. Did you hear what I said? You are what? You are lukewarm. One of the brothers that started attending our discipleship some years ago in Orca was sharing with me how he started. He said that each time his roommate comes back from discipleship, his roommate, he noticed a change in his life. And then he will pick up a manual. There's a a manual we used to prepare on weekly basis then. So he will pick it up and we will be going through it. And as he's going through it, he's learning things that he he doesn't know before from that manual. And then this continued. After a while, he just asked his roommate, this place that you, you used to go every Saturday evening, then we are doing it Saturday evening, I would like to go with you that was how his roommate started now when his roommate started another sister in their fellowship his roommate's fellowship now met his roommate and said I have been watching your life observing you in this fellowship and I noticed that your life is different from other brothers what is your secret? And he said, he told her, follow me on Saturday evening. That was how that sister came. Another sister, who was the roommate of that sister, also began to watch the life of that sister and began to notice that her life is not like the life of other roommates. They were up to six or thereabouts in the same room. A big room. Student hostel. And so that of all the roommates here, this one is different. Her life is a message. And he asked her, what is your secret? And she said, follow me to discipleship. How many of you have this testimony? That the life you are living, where you are living, in the place where you are attending school, in the place where you are working, is drawing others to God. That people on their own will begin to say, ah, we want to be like you. We want to follow you. Some years ago, I preached the gospel to a young man fact, I was preaching to so many of them. They were standing outside. I was preaching and they left one after the other until he was the only one remaining. So later, I forgot about that. Of course, I led him to Christ. Other people left. I led him to Christ. I forgot about that because it's now about three years from there. Then that same brother happened to be One of my roommates there. And one day, he said to me, I have been watching your life all this while. I am living with you people in this room. And I've been praying one prayer to God. And that prayer is that that God should make me to be like you. I want to be like you. I was surprised because he, was, he started attending that fellowship. I didn't know. So I asked him a question. When Have you given your life to Christ? Are you born again? He said, yes. He said, when? Say said, that day. There was a day you were preaching to so many of us several years ago. And a lot of people left. It was only me remaining. That was the day I gave my life to Christ. And I have to trace you to your fellowship. Tell your neighbor, your life is speaking and preaching. A message to people around you. Your life. Your life. Your life. The way you are dressing. The way you are dressing is a message. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you hearing what I'm saying? The way you are dressing is what? Is a message. There is a way you, you will dress. Somebody will look at you. Does it happen? Does it happen? you will know that this one is the child of God. There is another way you will dress. Even when you are preaching or saying, uh, God, God, people will say, "Ah!" in their heart, they will not regard what you are saying. They will not regard what you are doing. Well, there are people that will dress like, maybe like Jesus, let me use that. But when you now come close to them, to do business with them, they will shit you. They will tell lies. They will do a lot of mago-mago. Dressing is good. But the life, the character, the behavior is bad. There are so many of you that will not like to identify with Christ. You are hiding your identity. You don't want to preach the gospel to people around you. You don't. You know that these people are sinners and they are going to hell and they come around you. Some come to patronize you. Some come, you go to patronize them. But you cannot preach the gospel to them. You are ashamed. You are afraid. That is not the life of Christ. Something is wrong. That is the life of lukewarmness. You are neither cold nor hot. God said, I wish you are cold so that I know that you are not part of. I wish you are hot. But to be in the middle, there are some of you you don't want to, I did this discipleship. I, I will be somebody, I called somebody on phone and he said to me, I was asking him I didn't see you in discipleship uh, on Sunday. He said eh, for some time. now." I said, eh, no, I don't have time. I am busy, I'm busy. When I am less busy, I will come. I said, eh, oh, look on at that level. That it is now when you are less busy you will come for your apprenticeship for your training some of us, religion has covered our eyes, covered our head, go and ask those who are doing those things you are doing now in the church that is what they were doing five years ago, today they are still telling lies, some of them are your parents, your brothers your sisters, they have been there for years till now, look at their life you know that their life is nothing to write home about. And that is what you are enjoying. You know, let me tell you something. Do you know that when your life is correct and is challenging, your prayer life, when you get into the midst of religious people, you will stand out. Do you know that? And the moment you stand out, they want to say, hey, this is going to be our leader. Is our pastor. Is our this. And if you're not careful... They, that will swallow you and cut off your own discipleship. And bring you to a state of lukewarmness. Spiritual compromise. Compromise. Not standing on that which is right. Compromise. You know what the Word of God said concerning things. But you don't want to stand by the word. You want to stand by people. You don't want people to be offended at you. And so you keep compromising. So when you see your life with these eight things, you need counseling. Why did we talk about counseling? We are talking about counseling because that is one of the things that Goes on in every effective discipleship. Some weeks ago, I traveled to for counseling with my discipleship father. I traveled to see him in Oka for counseling. Why did I go for counseling? I noticed things that I couldn't handle. You remember what, what I told you that counseling is? eh? Wisdom that you have is not enough to handle this. So you need a higher wisdom. Many, many people, what they go for is prayers. Not counseling. There's a difference between counseling and prayers. Sometimes you can say counseling and prayers. Come for counseling and prayers. But what many people are going for is What? Prayers. Once they have problem, they don't know how to pray for themselves. That's what people are doing. Year after year, once the person has problem, say, who will pray for me now? Hey, where do I go now for uh, prayer? And he say, let me go for counseling. He's not going for any counseling. He's going for what? Prayers. And that is why they don't make progress. Because the same problem that come upon you now, even if somebody pray for you, let me, l- listen to this. If witches and wizards is disturbing this sister in the night and if she want to sleep, they will just come to disturb her. Now if she goes for prayers and the man of God prays for her so that that will stop, when she received that prayer, that prayer will work for one day, two days, three days. On the fourth day, they will come back. The prayer will deposit some level of anointing around her. But anointing does not last forever. Anointing needs maintenance. So you need wisdom on how to maintain the anointing that will keep waiting off those powers from coming to you again and again. Some people, when they have sickness in their body, they say, let me go for counseling. It's not counseling. They are looking for prayers. Pray for me so that my sickness will go. These are people that are spiritually sick. If they are not spiritually sick, that physical sickness cannot come up. Amen. There must be a hunger, a desire in the heart of a disciple to become like his discipleship father. Once that hunger is lost, discipleship is no longer taking place. That must be what? A hunger, a desire, a passion to become like, to preach like, to pray like, to act like, to respond like. Eh? Not just maybe... Year in, year out, and all of this is is happening at the mindset, at the mindset, your mindset. You just set your mind and say, "Well, thank God for Brochidi. He's trying. He has been helping us. God has been using him mightily to help us." There's a way you will speak about that. You will exonerate yourself from that growth. You will not like to become like him. You will not like to do what. You you are supposed to do to become like him. When you want to become like him, you do what I do. Friday last week, I left my house and I was there till this afternoon. What am I doing? I was praying and seeking God. I want to know you more. I separate myself from distractions. I separate myself from food. I separate myself from calls and so many things. And I set my face to the Lord. And I say, Lord, reveal yourself to me. I want to know what you want me to do. I want to hear you. When my wife joined me in that set apart on Saturday, I said to her, that yesterday evening when I came, I, I, I was asking God for a particular thing. It was confusing me. I was like, sometimes it was like, "Is this is God. Sometimes this is not God. I was like, at the time I said, this is God. This is not God. And I began to pray. I said, God, I want to know whether this is you or not. I stood on that prayer. I prayed it, prayed it, prayed it. And when God saw that I was determined to know his mind, he now said, now let me clear you. He began to speak. He said, look at it, look at it, look at it. This is what you did not see. This is what you did not see. Ha! Thank you, sir, for saving me. Here, can many of you now who are in a darkness. tom bomb, to bomb. You don't know which one is God. You are just doing, you know, should I do this one? sometimes you see yourself in a problem that you know that it is your spiritual carelessness that landed you here When will you grow? set yourself apart with a hunger in your heart to know him those who know their God shall be strong those who know their God shall be strong And they shall do exploits. There are some of you that has been suffering financial hardship. You know that things are not going well for you financially. Do you know that you can bring out time and seek God and say, God, I want to understand what I should do to rise up from this level. You say you are busy. That's how you you are busy last year. That's how you are busy two years ago. You don't know Anything about the grace of God, everything you are experiencing is your effort, your level, your effort, your level. Last week we talked about how a, a disciple father provides a covering and a protection over the life of the disciple. Peter said to, um, Jesus said to Peter, Simon, Simon, Satan has desired to sift you like a wheat, but I have what? I have prayed for you. While I was in the set apart, the, f- the, f- the first evening, I was praying, praying. I say, God, I have come again. I have come again. Thank God for God. The Bible says that He is a rewarder of those that what? diligently seek him please I want to advise you to be a seeker of God bring out your time to go and seek God it will pay you you will get a wisdom from God that you will never ever get apart from bringing out time to seek him you will be there are dangers that will be coming up the Lord will open it up to you and you will pray and it will stop I remember when my wife went for set-apart, I think before the burial after the burial. And she saw something about Brother Joshua after the burial. And you know when she came back, not just about him. There are so many other, you know, she has the gift of, I don't know whether to call it the gift of vision. One day I was asking God, give me the gift of vision. And God said, what of your wife? Are you not one? (laughs) are you not one I have given it to you she has it because she can be like this and a demon will pass and she will see a demon me I don't see anything so as she set herself apart in that two days or three days three days it was full of revelation one after the other God will be showing you things Say, call upon me and I will show you great and mighty things that you have not known. Eh? There are things that are happening in your business as a result of something that has happened in your family years ago that you need to deal with. You can't see it with this, I don't have time, I am busy. No! You must bring out time. To seek God. God opened, in this one I went, as I was praying on Friday night, I was not even praying for that brother. I was just praying normal prayers, God help me, and suddenly, just like the case of Peter, God opened my eyes. I saw where they were going for a program. Going for a program. I was standing by the side. And so they were moving, passing, passing. And then when they finished going, look at... The mother of my cousin, my mother's sister, that died and was buried last year. Is it last year or last year? Last year. The same woman was also going for that program. And when she was going, I didn't even feel that she was dead in that dream. I didn't feel. You know, there are dreams like that. I didn't feel. So I felt I would not be able to go. So I, I was like, just like going for somebody's wedding, you didn't have time to go. So you say, give the person so and so thing for me. So I gave her something to give to the person on my behalf. And when I I realized that that journey they are going is wrong. I just realized that the journey is wrong, not even the woman. I said, come, 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 come. Give me back my money. Give me back my money. This journey, I am not in support of it and my money will not enter there. So I collected my, my money from her and I woke up. And god said warn him warn him because the spirit of death is attending that program do you understand that all the same program you are going the same barrier the same wedding the same the spirit of god is attending it a spirit of um, death so if you are not careful if there is no physical debt there will be financial debt Or there'll be spiritual death. There'll be death can happen in any way. So many things are hidden. So many things are going on in the realm of the spirit. Let me tell you, this spirit Christian life. If you want to be a Christian, come out and be a sound Christian. Be sound. All these things that we are doing. Even this discipleship. You know the time is four o'clock. Some of you are coming five thirty. Five thirty. Do you know what has happened from 3.30 to 5.30? Two hours! Is it not better you declare your stand that I don't, want to, I don't want to be serious and join those who are not serious? You know what God was telling me? God is saying, my son, stop gathering people. Stop eh? what I am looking for now is quality. Quality life life that can attract life life that can draw life life that can beget life if you give birth to a a a disciple now you you now and the person is to be like you we both of you go go to heaven do you understand the question If I get handbill now and say, we are having conference, we are having this and give to you to go and bring people. Do you know that you can easily bring your neighbor, bring your friend and say, there's one place we are going, the word of God is coming and you will bring the person. Bringing the person is not begetting. Bringing is not begetting. If you beget a soul and that soul is to copy you, follow you, live like you, will that person go to heaven? if that person cannot go to heaven then there is a question mark on your Christianity serious question mark discipleship is about what you have seen in me not just what you have heard from me, that is the difference between discipleship and fellowship and church and all those uh, yeah, you, your life has to be observable and for the life of a discipleship father to be observable the discipleship father must be available you can't observe what you have not seen. Turn your Bibles to 1 John chapter 1. 1 John chapter 1. Quality. Quality life. The life of Jesus. Are you there? I want you to pay attention to the word S E E N seen. You will see it in verse 1, you will see it in verse 2, and you will see it in verse 3. Let's go. One to go. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have what seen with our eyes. That's discipleship. Head is preaching, head is teaching, head is anointing service. Head is a breakthrough service. Head is oh, he's a powerful preacher. I used to, I used to listen to him. I I heard him. When that man of God is that is invited from Lagos, when he will come, people will gather and he will preach, 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 preach. And so people will jump up and stand up and so say, oh, oh, oh. When he finishes preaching, do you see his life? He will talk to you about holiness. Do you see holiness in his life so that you can copy it and know the things that you are not supposed to touch. And know when to say no to laziness and lousiness. And be this feeling, what is this feeling? I was going for set apart. I was waiting for the. I didn't plan to buy books. In fact, I made up my mind, I'm not going to buy books because I used to buy books in their bookshop, the ASU people. But in this one, I said, I'm not going to buy any books. So I, I said, let me just collect my paper and move. So when I got there, the, the lady was not there. So I have to wait for her for a while. So when I was waiting for her, I can't close my eyes now. I was looking at the book that are there. I saw The Power of Self Discipline. I picked it up. I paid 1000 naira for that book. I picked it up. I have consumed the first two chapters. I think I'm in the third chapter. You need to read that book. The Power of Self Discipline. No excuses. Why did you come late today? Hey, this one happened. You are not disciplined. You are careless. If you are disciplined, you will plan your life. You need to read that book. You know when to say no. He said, "Discipline is the ability to do what you are supposed to do when you are supposed to do it, the way you are supposed to do it, without giving any excuse, whether you feel like it or not." Rise right up and do your quiet time. Ina na bed. Chifocha after bulu Bible quiet time. What kind of life is that? Is that what you saw in Jesus? At which we have seen with our eyes. This is discipleship. If I were you, I would underline that one. Which we have seen with what? Our eyes. I told my wife, please, if dead or alive, I want you to re- respect my disciple. We are discussing something during the setup part. I said, respect this man for me. She's respecting, you, but oh, we yeah, need any discourse. We come to that point. I say, please, this man has tried for me. There are areas that, there are things I didn't get from him, but there are things that are fundamental to what I'm doing today that I collected from him. I say he has done, God has used him to help me. I cannot deny it. It was from him that I learned how to be generous. I learned how to be liberal. If not by staying in his house under his roof, I wouldn't know what it means to be generous and to be liberal. I saw generosity with my eyes. I used to read it in the Bible. That is discipleship. It's not preaching. It's not five services in a Sunday. How many services do you have in your church? Seven services in one Sunday. That is not what we are talking about. It is after five services. I want to see what you preached in your life. That which we have seen with our words. If you are not serious about being with your disciple, to so see you are not a disciple, you are not a disciple. You better put your name down and say, I am not a disciple because I have not seen the life that I am hearing about. When we went to go last month to train their missionaries, one of our brothers, Bro Gideon, he said that. He didn't know when he, he raised up his hand and said because I was even surprised. I was surprised that he said it and he followed me. to go. We spent three days or four days there and he was with me. He need to tell you that his life was never the same just by that following. Because there are things you will see. You will see the person that preached and walked, preached, and walked into the night. Then you will wake up in the morning, you will see him doing quiet time. You slept before him, he woke up before you. You have to see it. And he said, Which we have looked upon. This one is a Closer observation. Closer, you can see somebody at afar, two of us. You can sight somebody at afar. But to look upon, what do you need to do? You need to come close to look Look upon. If I want to start a church, I would have done that more than 10 years ago. And I know where maybe we should have been today. We are not here for all those religious things. Some of you, I am doing, my church is having a youth Sunday. You abandon your discipleship and you are telling stories. You have a lot of distractions and excuses. You cannot be consistent. This Sunday you will come. Next Sunday you will not be there. Why? Excuse me, why? Why can't you be consistent? Why can't you be serious and get something? And move forward. Verse 2. For the life was manifested. The life of Christ is not a hidden life. Is what? A life that, let me tell you, some of you that we say, give account of the new disciple you are incubating. They say, I was calling her. She didn't. I so. Let me tell you, that thing that is the person is doing is a manifestation of your life. I was laughing when you are talking. A manifestation of your life. That is what you are seeing in that person. I see Satan saying, let me see how she will be able to do this. Because you will not pray. In the night you will be sleeping and the devil will be clogging that person's mind with a lot of things. You can't intercede for a soul that were given to you to incubate. When you finish overworking yourself during the day, you will sleep like a log of wood. Then in the morning you will carry yourself and, and, and say, please, I, I, I came to do incubation for you. And we say, please, I don't have your time. Go, 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 go. I don't want to see you again in this place. We chase you out. You don't know that you are supposed to fast and pray for that soul. You don't know that this is a battle. You don't know that this is a battle. Jesus said, how can you enter a strong man's house? Let me tell you, some of you, you don't know what is happening. This new system, you need it until you get it, it will be doing you like this. Look at all the people that we are giving to all of you to incubate. Is a test of your life. Is there a test of your spirituality? Is there a test of your intercessory life? From the day they were given to you, they, they, they were not seen again. Do you know what is happening? This is a reflection of your life. Because if you understand that a soul has been handed over to you, that you are going to give account on the last day concerning this soul, you will know how to fast and to pray. You will know how to bring out time. This is not a physical work. This is not a tutorial. This is not home lesson. Excuse me, incubation is not home lesson. That you can just wake up from anywhere and go and you start teaching mathematics. You have to battle in the spirit. You have to settle the spiritual aspect of the thing. We are battling with the flesh. That's why they are playing you like that. They are playing you like that. And let me tell you, this thing that you are seeing is a reflection a manifestation of the li- of your own life the life was manifested some of you don't know how how weak you have been spiritually until you were handed over a soul to incubate, the life got manifested from that day till now I forgot what the person are you when the life was manifested what happened what happened, we have seen it Tell your neighbor we have seen it. Listen, if it is about coming to discipleship, of course, you know that as a sister, you should cover your hair and wear gown. Some of you are wearing short neck and uh, whatever, bum short and whatever, in your house, in your yard. In your yard, in yard, in disciple e in short, in a spaghetti, in your it's in a room on Konya in Bayern, and do you think you can bring any of those yard members to Christ? Can your life attract them? If you want to serve God, serve God. be sound as a Christian. We have seen it. The life must be seen. It's not just preaching and hearing. you need to see it and when you see it you bear witness. And show unto you that eternal life which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. Verse 3. I want, I want you to be watching the word sin. Are you seeing something there now? Let's go together. I want to go. Yeah. That which we have seen and heard declare we... I love verse 3. Verse 3, put sin before hearing. Before you preach to me, can I see your life? Eh? Can I see your life as a Christian before you open your mouth? I don't want to hear until I see. That is discipleship. We are dwelling with sin. An apprentice is only an apprentice because he is available to observe with his eyes when his organ is working. Come, Judah come. Gidolfo is a mechanic apprentice. Follow this way. He's learning mechanic from his ogre through of us. How many years have you stayed? This is four years. How many years is remaining according to the rule? Two more years or three. <laughs> now let me ask you: How many times have you come to work in the morning, and your God said the, the topic of? A mechanic apprentice today is how to loose knot and tight. And he now begins to say, Yes, when you want to lose knot you have to first of all, you know, place your hand at an angle and then he will draw the angle on the board. Does does he do that? How do you learn how to tight knot? Is it not by watching him? Watch him. By watching him. You have to be there while he is working. You have to be there while he is doing the work. You have to be there with him. That is what we call discipleship. That is apprenticeship. The discipleship, father I go back, sorts out the will of God and confirms the will of God. Sought out the will of God and confirms it. One man of God we met some time ago called me and said, I don't know whether God wants me to stay in this ministry or I should leave. I don't know whether I should leave or I should not leave. I know. Have you prayed? I have prayed, but I don't know. What is his problem? He doesn't have a disciple. Well, he should be hearing from God. By the grace of God, the Spirit of God will allow us. Please, we will begin to treat so many topics this time around. And those topics, I will promise you, everything God has taught me and brought me into, I am going to bring them out. The reason is because I'm no longer looking for anybody. If you want to become like Christ, the life, the one I have gotten, you have to be serious. You have to be committed. You have to follow 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 at a close range. We know what happened in the academic system. Some people will pass, some people will fail, some people will have a weak pass. That's how it is also in apprenticeship. It depends on how serious you are. Let me see Philippians chapter four, verse nine. Philippians four, nine. Are you there? Okay, let's go. Those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me, do and the God of peace shall what? How many of you can can say that? You can tell somebody, do it and the God will be with you. Everything that is in my life, if you copy it and do it, God will be with you. How many of you can say that? That is the word of a disciple. Those things you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me. Do! How many of you we are there? Fully at Ubodogu practical discipleship. Raise your hand. Raise your hand. Fully. How many of you, by the reason, I didn't say you should bring down your hand. By the reason of being with me and with us in that mission, you notice that your spiritual life, your Christ-likeness shifted forward. You were improved. Can you raise up your two hands? You notice that by being there, you, you made a progress. Let me tell you something. No, keep raising your hand. Let me tell you something. All of you listen to me. Listen. That kind of practical happening once can give you an effect. Six months of coming every Sunday cannot give you. One practical the practical you did in chemistry you have not forgotten it. The, the color change. But you have forgotten so many things. Practical. Thank you. I was praying one prayer before we started this evening. I say, God, take my eyes away from the world. I don't want to see them again. Eh? I want to fix my eyes on you and on you alone that which you have given me that which you have given me help me to do it well so that you alone will say well done good and faithful servant receive your reward rise on your feet pray as you rose pray If the Spirit of God has challenged you this evening, can you pray, respond to him in prayer? Those of you that are still meddling with sin, still romancing with sin, will you repent from your sin and surrender to Jesus? Those of you who are unserious, a meeting of 4 o'clock, you'll be coming 5.30. Unseriousness. Will you repent from late coming? And shun in discipline. Be serious and be committed. The life was manifested. The life was manifested. Your ability was manifested. Your level of pursuit was manifested. Some of you has gone down into religion. Religion your father and her mother practiced years ago. God when you discipleship. That is what you are using for excuse now. I want to be like Jesus. Enough is enough for seriousness. Enough is enough for seriousness. These are the days of revival. A generation that seeks God. can draw Pogi out in a time like this. Many will be dropped out. Who Obonso put an effort. The ark is about to move. Get serious with God. Break out from the world busyness and bring out time to seek God. The world is passing away. The world is passing away. wana gafa Gafe. Egonko gafe. one gafe. These are the days of those who want to seek God we seek God in truth and in spirit. Be serious. Don't be of a doubtful mind. Eganiruiganazu. Should I go forward? Should I go backward? Your dress now they can they can come deliver. If butana yard ine meka ine me come deliver. ine soku muatineka ine soku na yard ma kono na yard. How can you bring soul from that yard to the kingdom? How can your life throw your classmates to Christ? Mis of a wasteful spiritually blind. So many people have died. Died physically, even physically. Because they are not alert. They are not sensitive. You don't know what the devil is planning. You are blind. I will take my discipleship serious. My prayer life, my quiet time, my evangelism life. It is time to be serious with God. Only God can give you a direction. When you follow it, you will see results. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. These are the days of prayers and fasting. Days we spend time praying for souls, praying for the life of people that you are giving to incubate. Battle it out with Satan and take them away from the hand of the enemy. Now, I visited him, I called him, he did not respond. I did you know? you know it is your life that is manifested. You cannot pray. You cannot uphold a life that was handed over to you. Thank you, Lord. Lepo Shandarabas Sanda Reka Labashandarabas Sanda. Yandarabasan de Lebosha Zendeleposhanda Rabasandarabashan Rika Lebasandarabashan Thank you, Lord. Set my heart on fire. I am tired of lukewarmness. I want to be hot for God. I want to be cold. I don't want to be lukewarm. I want to be hot for God. Enough of lukewarmness. with your small brain, you calculate no You are not serious from the beginning. I want to fulfill the purpose of God for my life and make heaven. That's my goal. That's all I want. I want to fulfill the purpose of God for my life and make heaven finally. That's my goal. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Tonight, our Father set our heart on fire burning for you. Burning for you. Burning for you. Burning for you, enough of laziness and lousiness, enough of indiscipline and sleepiness. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. In the name of Jesus. We just pray that you will help us. That we will not be hearers only. That this word will be doers of it. Thank you. In Jesus'
0: name. Thank you for listening. We trust you are blessed by God's word. This message and many more can be downloaded from our website, www.carvarywayonline.org For testimonies, counseling, and prayers, you can send an email to Labels at gmail.com or call 80 65607999 You could also follow us on all our social media platforms at Calvary